So I don't know if we've talked about this very much. I'm a big professional wrestling fan. I genuinely, and everybody has this thing before the mockery comes. I genuinely get, like, emotional at big moments. Like WrestleMania 30, when Daniel Bryan united the titles after what was the, the probably the best written storyline in the last decade uh, i like i was emotional people were emotional it's just it's it's one of those things that that catches me and now you're thinking how is that relevant to what we're talking about right now in all of the interviews that i've ever seen of a wrestler where they ask the question how did you come up with X character. I think Stone Cold Steve Austin says it the best because he talks about how he, not just how he came up with the Stone Cold character, but the he says the best characters in wrestling are basically that person turned up to 11. So if you took your personality, what's inside you, and you amplified it to be larger than life where you could be as pretentious or as giving or whatever as you are that's like your wrestling persona and i have had a problem in my life and it's a self-imposed problem at this point where i have held back a lot i have held back my my thoughts my feelings my personality to an extent i don't know if i could properly describe and it's it's frustrating you know i'll never forget and 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 i've i've said this i've said this to eli sometimes my dad used to tell me that mouth of yours is going to get you in trouble one day when i was a kid he's not wrong he, he never was wrong. He's still not wrong on this point. But what the effect that had on me was it discouraged me from sharing, from talking. I never learned for a long time how to properly emote. I'm still not very good at it. Ask Aaron. Like how to properly emote what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling in the best way, because for the longest time I was told just don't talk. Don't express yourself. Don't be yourself. So for tonight, I just want to explore this concept. And I don't know if it's going to come across as different, but I'm not going to hold back my thought process. Because as a result of all these things that I've been through, there is something that is vitally important to me, to everyone, everyone that I meet, everyone that I see, the thing that breaks my heart or makes my heart super happy, depending, is whether or not people are who they are are people act as the people that they are because you can tell right you can tell when somebody is not being genuinely 
who they are being genuine to themselves. And I don't just mean like they're lying and putting on a facade and being somebody completely different. I just mean like you can tell when somebody isn't really fully able to engage with all of their being and somebody who is just invested. Where you can tell they're just in to what's going on. And it breaks my heart when people can't do that. Because I think that's what God has called us to do. I think God has a purpose for us in life. There's a reason that we're all made. God made us all for a reason. And I don't just mean like, oh, he made people for a reason. I mean, he made you and me for a reason. And we may not know the the high picture, right? Like the cover, we may not know the cover of the book, reason for that but sometimes there's that thread there's a through line through all the things that we experience i keep getting put in situations where everything falls apart or there are problems that need to be solved and other people aren't solving them somehow my entire life i keep ending up in this situation so in my mind some part of my of my purpose must be some part of my purpose must be to fix problems i mean the, the reason that the reason this exists the reason we have this service the reason i i made this church in this game was because that's a tarantula um tarantulas are back was because people couldn't go to church we couldn't go. We were all locked down and people still needed, needed to be encouraged, but we have to stay at home. And so this was my solution. And the funny thing is the Bible is full of stories of people going to fulfill their purpose, but it always starts weird. Like David, David starts as a shepherd and he is such an afterthought after all of his other brothers, that when Samuel goes to ask Jesse to bring his sons, Jesse skips him. He brings him his six other sons, and when God says no to all of them, I just picture Samuel sitting back and looking at Jesse going, do you have another son? Like, how many kids do you have, Jesse? Because I was brought here for, I was told to come here, but you got all these kids. Do you, do you have one more? And Jesse's like, oh yeah. Yeah, David, but he's he's out looking at the, after the sheep. And so we go get, goes, they have to go get David and bring him. And then he gets anointed as king. But what happens after that? He kills Goliath, has to run for 10 years, gets spears thrown at him by Saul, eventually becomes king, then commits a then commits murder by army, loses his first son, and then becomes the man after God's own heart is what God writes about David. The Bible calls David the man after God's own heart. That's a journey. <laughs> That's a long journey of a lot of different things. We have the story of Paul. Paul, who got all of the Jewish education you could possibly get from the best, literally the best teacher, 
He chases after Christians. He tortures them. He murders them. He stones them. He does all these things. Like, he's not like a good dude. (laughs) And then he gets knocked on his butt on the road to Damascus. And when God tells, I think his name is Ananias, who is, insert random character here. He's the cameo appearance of the story. He calls Ananias. And it's like, hey, Ananias, I want you to go pray for this guy. And that's just like, wait, he jails Christians and murders them. Why me? Why would he do this? God says, I will show him how much he has to suffer for my name's sake. And he goes and gets prayed for. And then we've talked about it a couple of times here where Paul, Paul goes through some stuff. Paul goes through just like everything. But Paul fulfills his purpose. David fulfills his purpose because through all of their trials, they became who they were supposed to be. And some people spend their whole lives wondering. I think most people spend their whole lives wondering, what was I meant to do? Why am I here? Who am I? And we all get bits and pieces. We find the things that bring us joy. We find the things that move us. We find the things that frustrate us. And those are bits and pieces. Because the thing is, it's that relationship with God that brings it all together. Because you can't be all that you are intended to be unless you're connected to the person who made you and knows the answer to the question. David didn't do it. Paul didn't do it. And people can do remarkably wonderful things and still not know who they are. I remember hearing a while ago that Tom Brady, callback, Tom Brady was interviewed after he won Super Bowl four or five, which it was like his fourth or fifth Super Bowl. And he was asked, like, what what do you want to do? And he goes, I still feel like there's something missing. And the funny thing is, to bring this all the way back to the beginning, my favorite wrestler of all time, my second favorite wrestler of all time, is Shawn Michaels. It's kind of tied. He's like 1-1-A. One, one Shawn Michaels has a really interesting long story I won't get into. But he was at the top of his game. But by all accounts, he was a jerk. Complete jerk. Best in ring. But backstage, you didn't want to be near him. And he got a back injury. And he cuts this promo that... Is, is called kind of the smile promo. He talks about how he lost his smile. And then he left to go have back surgery. Well, in the time he was gone, recovering, he got saved. And to hear the people who knew him before talk about him after, they say he was a completely different person. And he still came back and wrestled in probably the greatest match of all time, WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. And it was so much so that his 
tights changed. He changed his tights so that they had crosses all of them. All versions of them had crosses on them from there out. And his entrance, which used to be him just coming out and flexing, he went down the entry ramp and goes down on his knees and prays and leans back like this as the pyro goes off. And he will forever be known as one of the best of all time. But you can't tell that story without talking about Jesus and the effect that Jesus had on his life. Because that's what turned everything around after he got hurt. He found who he was supposed to be. And it wasn't just being a sexy boy. And if you don't understand that reference, you need to look up his theme song. So for us, what we need to do to be who we were made to be is we have to have that relationship with God. We need to pay attention to the things that don't just make us happy, that don't just make us feel a little bit of joy, the little shots of dopamine. I mean the things that that make your heart jump. I remember when I was in Bible school, they used to say, if you want to know what kind of ministry you have, what your ministry focus is, what is the thing that hurts you the most? What is the thing that bothers you? the most and whatever that thing is that's the thing that that god brought you here to do something in some way and we all go through ups and downs i have gone through my fair share of ups and downs just this week where i was like i don't even know anymore about these things and that's where we get to our verse for tonight which was psalm 138 verse 8 the lord will fulfill his purpose for me your steadfast love O lord endures forever do not forsake the work of your hands. This is David, who we talked about earlier, who went through all of the things. But he knew. He had the faith to know that what God purposed for him to do, that his reason for being, that God would be faithful to that. And this whole, this whole psalm, Google this. Google Psalm 138. Because Psalm 138 is all about thanksgiving. It's all about David being thankful for what God has done for him, how God has carried him through everything. That's what this psalm is about. And this psalm is the thing that we need to remember, that I need to remember. Because God has a purpose for you. Whatever you've gone through, whatever you're going through, he has a purpose. He has an identity for you. And the way to know that, the way to engage that and come to a place that you've never been before is to have that relationship with God and have him teach you and show you and guide you through all of the things so that you can be who you are meant to be since you were taught by the person who made you to even be. Let's, let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you that you have a purpose for us, that you didn't just make us for no reason. We're not just your bored project, but that you have a reason that you made us, an identity 
that you've instilled in us in the very fiber of our existence. God, I pray that we would grow our relationship with you, that we would have a relationship with you if we don't, so that we can fulfill that purpose, have that identity, and lead that life that while things are going to go up and down and there are going to be trials and hardships, that will be the most fulfilling, satisfying life we can live because it's the life that you made us to have. I pray you bless the rest of our night. Pray all these things in Jesus' name. Audie decided to bring a donut to church. <laughs> okay, I need to go to intermission. Well, thanks, Gnarly. I appreciate that. I'm not good with compliments, if you notice. Like, I'm not good at accepting them.